0: A pet, a um, our hosts today are Tia Bean, Tia Bean Patrick <laughs> Bean, and our brand new host, Teresa ah, O'Hara.
1: And that's not
0: with an H. No, it is? Oh,
1: yes. not in the first part of no, my
0: okay. name. <laughs> Teresa O'Hara. <laughs> it's super Irish. <laughs> yes. It's 120% Irish. We don't pronounce any H's. <laughs>
1: yes erin <Aaron>, go <laughs> uh
0: teresa is i mean she's been a homie for a very long time she was probably yeah. one of our very first tour guides she was uh i think it was she like was james the second it was james the second. The second. and then yeah, myself yeah. It was the second really, tour
2: guide but it was in the first year that we were open yes yeah, she, i was, was the first couple months i was She yes. was in the second show i ever directed yeah, that's true. Oh. Oh, and a lot of other random things that I rope her into doing, <laughs> like this podcast. I love it.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, she's yeah been a veteran with the company for a long time. Has a, I mean, a definite knack for death and stuff like that. Oh. Like I feel like she tells a good story. I and thank um, you.
2: She's
1: gonna do her own uh-huh. podcast oh, soon. Right. Coming up yeah. soon. Yeah. We yeah. won't tease it entirely, but
0: name TBA. Uh it'll be out there. there. Just it'll you be don't
1: out teaser because by the time this airs, okay, okay. It'll be, fair, it'll be yeah. like
2: maybe 4 weeks from I'll now at least.
1: It. Okay. Well, my podcast is going to be about uh an Oak Park girl. Uh Oak Park, Illinois that is. It's uh called A Tree. That's me. That's one of my nicknames, Tree. A tree grows in Oak Park. That's Hmm. my podcast. Yeah, It's After a Tree Grows in Brooklyn, actually. A very famous book that was a favorite of my mother's. Interesting. Because that's where you grew up, right? That is where I grew up. Oak Park, Illinois. Just outside of Chicago. It's literally um, miles from Chicago. You know, it's it's the closest suburb to the city, essentially. So, yeah. Right next to the city. A great segue Mm -hmm. into what we're doing today,
2: which is hometown...
0: Hometown um, hauntings, hauntings, I guess we'll say. Yeah. Yes. Hometown horror. Yeah, hometown horror, yeah, so. which
2: is what you two are doing, and <laughs> I am laying on the bed drinking my wine. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Every now and then we'll have to pause to feed Tia grapes. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, you, if you notice the silence, yeah. listeners, that's all that's going Because
2: on. next week I'm doing my hometown, so that's why. I'm not doing it this week. I don't know why. Yeah. That was very. I don't
0: know. I don't know I either. Just, why are
2: you staring at me like that? because oh, <laughs> you're talking. I don't know. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. You're just All supposed right. to look at the person that's talking. Um, who's going? Who's going first? <laughs> I, don't
0: know do. I don't know. Should um. Well, the, let's. No. All right, ready, ready. This is the first of its kind. Rock, paper, scissors.
2: Right? oh, oh
0: paper, scissors. are we actually
1: doing this? Uh, oh. Time
0: Ah, uh, nice. So I guess you get to decide because we sure. should have made that clear in the beginning. Well, <laughs> what, I feel... what it means. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just played an innocent I'll game just of rock. i and I don't
1: care what honestly, the outcome is. <laughs> we should let our guests go first. Right? Okay. Well, what, yeah. Yeah. But go what ahead. do you want me to? Do you like have a question as a, as a segue or? Shall I just... No, uh, yeah,
0: just jump into it. We're, you know. we, I mean, yeah. Okay. Home, I guess to explain to everybody, yeah, hometown hauntings, they're, it's about our hometowns. We're, right. We're not... I, I guess none of us are LA locals, right? No.
1: no.
0: Nobody who lives in LA. No one No, in LA. Tia's yeah. the only that's, that's one, one of thing, us you know. actually
1: from California that's state. Right. Yeah. but. Yeah but none of us is local
0: these stories aren't exactly Hollywood but they are connected <laughs> don't worry <laughs> I
1: may snort anyway uh, it
0: may happen Yeah. okay
1: well then fine I'll jump right in no Get problem okay well um, I would like to talk to you uh, about one of Chicago's uh, well no she is Chicago's most famous ghost That would be the lovely resurrection Mary. Oh, yeah, yeah. she is. Yes, she is. I chose her specifically because, uh, well, it's a ghost story, and like I said, it's the most famous ghost story in Chicago. It's your classic vanishing hitchhiker tale, you know, that Mm -hmm. is known in folklore and legend the world round, not even just the United States and the whole world. There's all these kinds of vanishing hitchhiker tales. so this is yeah this is just specific to chicago Hmm. chicago's inception if you will
0: Hmm. however
1: goes a little bit deeper than that because um she's been cited so many times and uh when i say cited i mean um actually cited you know uh cars have almost run into her or have run into her type of thing but uh she's just an apparition yeah exactly Mm. and that that is not you know obviously that's not the tale right there but that's just talking about the sightings alone um you know there's been um you know uh uh, you know tons of sightings but over like um you know almost a a 10-year period there was all these instances involved with um you know the car's People in cars on the road, all seeing Mary on the side of the road because she always appears. Oh, I guess I should set the whole thing out maybe then, because <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. yeah, it. it's just out of context. <laughs> the The story starts, um, uh, in the early thirties or the late thirties. It is, yeah. Either way, it's it's still kind of legend. So it's 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 in. Talks about when the actual date was that this might have happened, but it goes that Mary was at um, Was at the the O. Henry ballroom as it was called back then, but it was later known as the Willowbrook ballroom But she was dancing with her boyfriend at the time Um, They had a big fight and then she stormed out Uh, She starts walking up Archer Avenue, which is also incidentally the same road where resurrection cemetery is located Mm -hmm. although much much farther willowbrook ballroom and the cemetery are miles and miles apart Mm -hmm. but she has a fight with her boyfriend allegedly storms out of the ballroom starts walking up archer avenue and then she uh gets struck and killed by an an oncoming car Mm -hmm. a hit and run driver um so her parents found her uh after she was dead and then they buried her in resurrection cemetery um when they buried her it was said that at the time she wore a beautiful white dancing dress and man matching dance shoes uh so that was the description uh at the time um and the hit and run driver was never found so that's how the tale goes right yeah but then after that all these sightings start happening, but they happen in really weird time frames and instances. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, one of the first sightings was in uh, 1939. They call these reported sightings, but I mean, I'm a believer, so <laughs> I believe it actually happened. Um, there's just too many eyewitness accounts, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you might say, eyewitness, well, how can you? <laughs> You know, attest to that if you see a ghost. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's pretty convincing, you know. And
0: and it's weird, too, when you come across stories like this and you you know that these people are miles apart. Uh Not in necessarily distance, physical distance, but in, like, uh, social distance. Like, these people don't know each other, yet they have such similar stories to the other person. So, yeah, it's hard to discredit that. Exactly. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So the first one was in 1939, and it was this guy, Jerry uh, Palace, who's from the south side of Chicago. So he claims that he was at a place called the Liberty Grove and Hall. That was actually another ballroom, but apparently it was located at 47th and Mozart Street. I used to actually live on Mozart Street, but like way it's in the city. city. Yeah, mm-hmm. not this is 47th is the south side and this is not anywhere close to where I lived, but I was excited when I saw Mozart <laughs> Street. I was like, I still live there. But um, anyway, so, um, so that's saying that it's not the O. Henry or the Willowbrook Ballroom. So that's a big question mark. But it goes that uh, he met her. He thought she was beautiful. She's usually described as uh, a young, uh, white, blonde lady with blue eyes um and very attractive wearing this white dress like they said with the dancing shoes um and they danced they kissed and uh then she asked him to drive her home along archer avenue um and then uh before you knew it she exited the car and she disappeared in front of the cemetery uh he asked her you know where where she wanted to go and she gave him the address of the cemetery basically and it's almost like these stories all go the same kind of way by the time the person even has a chance to protest and say but hey you want to go to the cemetery or say anything to her they turn around and she's gone Mm
3: -hmm. and the next thing you
1: know they see her heading towards the cemetery gates where she walks for a few moments and then she walks beyond the gates and vanishes so Um, yeah, that's basically how, how the story goes every single time. And then, um, that was just the first instance in 1939. So the first Mm -hmm. sighting, um, but then, like I said, from there, it grows and grows. Um, and, but there's a weird, uh, time period interval for the haunting, as it were, to happen. Uh, so 1939, so that's almost 1940, the next instance of seeing her, was not until like 1973. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's just what's been recorded, though. I mean, that's who, true. Who, yeah. who knows? Yeah,
0: there's not like a, I mean, now there are sites you can go and, you know, jot your shit down or whatever, but there's no like a, yeah, you know, yeah. Ghostbusters line. You <laughs> like, just no. so you know. No,
1: and especially <laughs> coming from, you should, I should give you a little tiny bit of background about Resurrection Cemetery itself um it is um one of the oldest cemeteries in the city and it's also one of the cemeteries that's dedicated to um the polish population of chicago Mm -hmm. so almost exclusively polish uh, residents or polish american residents of chicago were buried in that cemetery i actually have an ex-boyfriend whose father um his funeral i attended about 10 years ago And to my surprise, he was actually buried in Resurrection Cemetery. Mm -hmm. So I got to um, go in there, um, which was very strange, because I was thinking about (laughs) Mary at the same time. (laughs) uh, Believe you me. uh, But um, it was during the daytime, so completely innocuous. Um, I have driven down Archer Road, Archer uh, Archer Road, sorry. Archer Avenue myself um, at night in the past. kind of hoping maybe to catch a glimpse of Mary, although I'd probably be scared out of my mind because, you know, according to these other instances of when people say they have seen her, 1976, 1978, 1980, 1989, these were all instances involving uh, the cars that were struck or nearly struck by the ghostly apparition of Resurrection Mary. She basically, so it appears to me that uh, sometimes she will appear on the side of the road, you know, in that startling way to somebody and maybe just hop in front of the car or something like that. They'll have to stop the car. Um, But the more creepy thing (laughs) is if she gets inside your car somehow. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've had a couple episodes, um, if there's any... Unsolved Mystery fans out there, which I know I am. Yeah. The original oh, yeah. one with Robert Stack.
0: With Robert Stack.
1: Yes. I January 4th. Can I, I, mean, I, in I, I, I didn't mind the new one? Yeah. No, the new uh, one's cool, no, too. Oh, the new I mean, one's well, okay. Especially
0: because yeah. it's new cases. And it
1: is instead. good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't replace Robert Stack. And so. trench
0: coat,
1: yeah. No, come on. Dun, 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 dun,
0: dun, I'm in a studio and it's totally fine in here.
1: And he said... Maybe you, too, can help solve a mystery. <laughs> and that part always excited me because I was like, yes, I will right, solve it somehow. Yeah. I don't know how, but I'll solve it. It <laughs> is the same
0: way with America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Yeah. They did solve
2: mysteries. They did. No,
1: they gave updates. It, you know. Yeah, it was much like, like you said, to like America's much like Most America's Most, Most, Wanted. Most Wanted. And you always appreciated the updates and stuff like that. Right, I know yeah. I did. I was like...
0: Oh, thank Shit, God. <laughs> John Walsh finally got that update. John you know? Walsh, yeah. yeah. He finally his, was, yeah, with like, his able son. to you know put that to rest, sort of. Mm, you know, so but what sad. a badass for starting such a no, definitely amazing organization. Just I was, was very
1: impressed when I found that out. Yeah, yeah it's so no. cool. Yeah, and you could see why. But yeah, but back to uh unsolved mysteries. Yeah, so they have two episodes uh, that were aired with Robert Stack, I believe, in both. You know. Cause they they switched after a while. I don't know if you guys know this. I only know this through watching old episodes on Netflix. But I was watching them and watching them, and then after a while, it's not Robert Stack anymore. Now it's Dennis Farina. No, no, that's oh, a different that, guy. Not no, is it Dennis Farina? Uh, no. no, that was the guy that was on NYPD Blue. I'm, Dennis somebody. No, I mean, you're. you're uh, he has white hair yeah, and a mustache. Yeah, uh, no, that is
0: Dennis. Is Farina. is
1: that is his he, name? I don't, hold on, please look. <laughs>
0: Who the host yeah, It is Dennis,
1: Dennis Farina. Okay. It
3: was. I was right. Sorry, yes, you're right. I didn't find a device named House.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. Shut your face Okay, so it was Dennis Farina. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So when I saw him, then I was like, okay, not really that interested anymore, with all due respect to the host. But yeah. but regardless, the mysteries are still out there. But they <laughs> they they have two episodes on Resurrection Mary and I, I think I've seen both of them. I've definitely seen the first one. The first one should definitely be seen for anyone that um, is interested in this story, uh, wants to get more of a, a visceral uh, sense of it through through people's experience, through watching them on, on video. Uh, because, yeah, we know they're dra- dramatic reenactments from the 90s, but mm-hmm. it's still chilling. <laughs> Especially if you are listening to... The, um, like I said, in quotation marks, the eyewitness testimony, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's witness to me, but, you know, I'm trying to be fair to everyone. It's what you believe.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but anyway, these people, they really get into detail about what their experience was like. And to me, that's why I joke about really wanting to find Mary, because if I did, maybe I really didn't want to find her. I, I don't know what that experience would be like. I'd okay. like to think that I could handle it. I usually always think I can, I don't know, it's <laughs> never happened to me yet, but I'm still out there, I'm still trying, so That's I'm creepy. definitely, a, yeah, I'm a haunting enthusiast, i very strange that way, I, I don't know, I'm not strange, but uh, I was always <laughs> alone usually in that respect, I couldn't get too many pals to go sleuthing with me, so I had to go on my own usually.
0: Yeah, you know. I, I always I, it was just earnest that we would go ghost hunting with my my first roommate when I first moved out here. But in New Mexico, there's all kinds of weird oh, places, yeah. to, the sure. mesas, and sure. there's a lot of witchcraft stories and stuff in New Mexico. So oh sure, yeah we we did a lot of ghost hunting, but it was yeah it was just you couldn't get anybody to do it. You know, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny because some people were like. They'll just say, like, oh, it'll be boring, or I don't want to do it because you can tell that they're, like, definitely frightened. You yeah. Know? And it's like, oh, I get it. But that's no, kind I get of, it. That's yeah. why you want to go. You, exactly. want, you want to be scared. You
1: exactly. Know? And, and which is so ironic for me because I'm somebody that's always previously, um, I'm expanding a bit now, but I. I never really liked horror and I was very afraid of any kind of scary movie or, oh, no. you know, I,
2: I made you be part of my whole thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my company. No, no, it's good for me. It stretches me in ways that you wouldn't believe. And I'm grateful to it because I don't want to be scared of that shit anymore. I mean, I'm not saying, uh, I just, I just cursed. But it's not, never. you know, it's, it's not, um, it's not garbage. It's not invalid. It's, it's, it's art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just the dark side that I was never, I mean, I, I grew up as a really, under a really pretty strict Catholic household. So, you know, it wasn't ever encouraged to, uh, you know, kind of. I mean, I had to fib about going to interview with the vampire, the movie. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah, I made up a lie and said... Sorry, Dad. I made up a lie That's and, all- <laughs> sorry, and said Dad. that I was going to I could see... edit that out, but sorry, Dad. <laughs> I said I was going to see Twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger, which These... was also playing at the same time as, as <laughs> Interview which, with the Vampire. Which, to
0: be honest, is like totally the the <laughs> most innocent movie you could ever uh, possibly watch of, you know what yeah. i mean like also
2: a great movie though <laughs> no, it's
0: a dope movie yeah not saying
2: it's that's... better than interview with a vampire because that movie is fucking no interview
0: no, you... well those are two separate genres <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. and you know why that
1: movie was even better to me and it wasn't just because i saw it at the original time it was released on the big screen yes i am a bit older not that much older but, <laughs> but that's anyway awesome. it's fine but uh it made that movie even better because I totally pulled it off and that was a big deal for me at that point in time yeah. to just be able to I mean that was all never mind I don't need to get that deep but no, no, uh sorry. just just saying I had to fib about it It felt so good when I was sitting in that seat, eating the popcorn, watching the blood drip down. (laughs) No, that movie's
0: fucking amazing. Yes. And the book is even better. I mean, the book. It was liberating. (laughs) It was so close to the movie, too. Or the movie was so close to the book. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't. To be honest, I don't. um, Even though now, upon rewatching after rewatching, really mind Tom Cruise so much I still don't think he was completely right for that role. That's just my opinion. Really? I think he's perfect. Think, you do? I think that I was think the best great. Tom
0: Cruise role ever okay. for him. I think he's
1: great
2: because he kind of is Lestat in the fact that he's Vain and a you little know, bit you know you know what you're man. right
1: maybe maybe I need to watch it again maybe mm-hmm. I just had a prejudice because it was and he's also, cla- at he
2: he was also like closeted at that time yeah also closeted AF
1: oh well yeah
0: <laughs> what we're gonna have to edit that out because <laughs> no one believes that Tom Cruise is actually homosexual. I I think
2: we will edit that out, but we'll add that back in when we do our Scientology episode. That's hilarious. And here's a (laughs)
0: snippet from a previous episode. No,
1: you're right, though. You're right. But anyway, um, I should try to get back to Mary. Yeah. But that was a glorious moment for me, Um, going to the vampire I was very obsessed with vampires. (laughs) Go figure. And Josh is like, of course you are obsessed with vampires. Look at the household you grew up in. Everything... That they didn't want you to go for. That's what you went for, and I'm like, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry, okay. cool. but
0: also like, if it's vampire, I mean, Lost Boys came out before, right before then, too. It did, you know? yeah. Right and okay, then, who
2: doesn't like years. vampires? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. understand.
1: I don't know. Maybe I mean some people. I like them all kinds. I like them sparkly. I like them. <laughs> Ugly. Yeah. I like them seductive. All of them.
3: <laughs> That's
1: my monster, I guess. That's true. I don't, true, yeah. I don't really to... love zombies, although I'm trying to understand them now. But there's a few. Uh, there's you know. a few. A few great zombie movies. But yeah.
0: There's also a lot of bad ones.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, but there's bad vampire movies too. It brings oh, yeah. up my. It brings up my plague fear, is why I don't like the zombie one, uh-huh. and I also don't like to think about people. Actually, eating other people—you know—side note, cannibalism. You know, we
2: should do a read of *Night
0: of the Living Dead*. Oh, that's a good one. Scary. We should do that for like uh, that's scary. Halloween Um, or
1: Oh wait, let me tell let me tell you guys a little bit more about *Resurrection Mary*, just because only because very very interesting, Mm -hmm. and I think you'll be compelled as I was and still am all these years. So there's all the sightings that we talked about, but then there's also.
0: The handprints. Ooh. The handprints
1: is a very big deal. This is something that I feel personally as an as um, as a Chicago uh, ghost enthusiast over the years. This is something I feel is um, completely. I don't know, underappreciated. I don't know if that's the right word uh, by people, but anyway, um, in August of nineteen seventy six. Uh, it was discovered that Mary had allegedly um, burned her handprints into the wrought iron gate one time upon entering her home you know like I said whenever she comes up to the gates that's when people allege that she vanishes yeah well this time I guess in August of 1976 she actually left literal scorched handprints on the wrought iron gate. Now, um, we're not, you know, showing an image of this or anything right now, but all you have to do is Google this. it. You can find the image, decide for yourself. Um, maybe the image alone doesn't convince you. It doesn't have to. But like I said, I'm a believer. It's very compelling to That's me. That's crazy. Yeah, and they describe it away... The official story, quote unquote, is that it was a truck that messed up the gate. No, I don't think Did so. Did this truck have hands? Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Yeah. No. It clearly does not to me look like a truck messed up the gate. Mm, um, let me see. It's uh, um, you know, like I said it's hard to tell, but um that's what that's what, you know, many people including myself believe happened. Hmm. Um, and it got so um, overwhelming with the spectatorship, I guess you could say, with people coming to look at it and being bothered by it and whatever, they had to actually replace those bars on the gate.
0: So that's what it they looks didn't, like. They didn't replace the gate, they just replaced the bars that they had? The yeah. Day. Allegedly. Oh, okay, so this is one side of the gate and then the other side, I'm guessing, right? This be the yeah, right side. I that's mean the right it side. looks like oh, yeah, okay.
2: like it got burned all the way around which I I don't know.
1: Weird. It's just it's weird. It's one of those things like I said that's up for you to decide. I've already made yeah. up my mind. <laughs> but um that's definitely up for you to decide whether or not th- those are her handprints or not. Yeah. We'll post this um, on
2: our Instagram. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a good idea.
1: Yeah, but um that is one that's compelling um piece of the puzzle for me as, as to, oh, and we should talk just a briefly, very briefly about who, um, Mary historically might've been.
0: Um, yeah,
1: she's, um, she's actually alleged to be more than one person and that's the troubling part. And, um, acclaimed, um, ghost hunters and authors in Chicago have different theories about who she is, who she was, you know, um, one of the main people that they think she might have been was a woman named Mary Brigovi. And um, she actually, if I'm remembering correctly, Mary Brugovie died, I think, in 1934. Um, yes, 1934. But she died in a car accident that was miles away. It was in, mm-hmm. in The Loop in downtown Chicago. So where Resurrection Cemetery sits is in Justice, Illinois, which is actually um, just south of Chicago. Um, by, I don't know, let's say 20, 30 minutes, something like that, you know. So if she died in the loop downtown, um, and you're following the tale that I originally told, that, you know, she was along Archer Avenue, well, then that doesn't, that doesn't sync up at all. Sync up, no. does okay. No. So, but Mary Brigovi, I think they fixated on because the time period was kind of similar um she i believe was polish um at least partially polish and like i said that fits with the whole you know resurrection cemetery thing Mm -hmm. um uh but it's not been you know really been able to be confirmed as most of these things aren't but then um so beyond mary being a possibility uh, there's also a woman named um, Anna Norkis, Anna Marija. Uh, I don't think I'm pronouncing this correctly, but it's M-A-R-I-J-A. Um, and, you know, it's it's that form of Maria um, or Mary. So uh, there's... Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry again.
2: Okay. My phone just made a noise.
1: Oh, okay. that's okay. Um, there's a ghost uh, author... And I believe she might run, yeah, she does run her own tour, I believe, in Chicago. Well, probably not now, but, <laughs> but she did. Um, and her name is Ursula Bielski. Um, and she believes, personally, that uh, Mary is not Mary Brigovi, but this woman, Anna Marija Norcus. And she actually died in 1927 in a car accident on the way home from the O. Henry Ballroom. So 1927, so it's a little earlier than the time frame, but...
2: But it's like almost...
1: It's almost there. And the fact that her name, her middle name is um, Marija. uh, Again, I think I'm massacring that, but... Could
0: be like um, Marija. Marija, Marija. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I I don't know how to say it, but but anyway, it translates to Mary, essentially. So um, that's why she thinks that... And apparently, um, the theory has gained like a lot of popularity. Hmm. Um, and that's something that was new to me because I didn't really realize that. I always thought it was Mary Brigovi. That's actually who they name on Unsolved Mysteries.
3: Oh, okay. um, crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, but now I'm thinking, well, maybe it wasn't Mary Brigovi, you know? So, um, but anyway, uh, so the other interesting thing about our wonderful Mary Is that um, there's a bar across from the cemetery called Chet's Melody Lounge. And it's um, an old neighborhood uh, Chicago bar. Uh, Been there for a long time. And um, the reason I bring it up is because it apparently is completely haunted. From top to bottom. And definitely in the bottom. (laughs) They had a whole paranormal team come in there and investigate uh, the basement. And, uh, I shared the findings with Josh and he was, we were both terrified. (laughs) We were, there's a lot of spirit activity, a lot of, uh, child spirit activity. Oh, crazy. Uh Uh-huh. And they hear a lot of children's laughter and, um, you know, the things that were being said during this, uh, investigation were, um, were not positive, you know, they were negative in nature, um. Uh, so anyway, uh, Mary though is held at a place of high esteem inside of the bar. They still actually, um, every Sunday I believe it is, uh, or at least once a week if it's not every Sunday, uh, I could be mistaken. I've never been there, but I did read about, I intend to go there by the mm-hmm. way. I told Josh, I was like, well, I need to get a zip car or something. I have to yeah, go to this yeah, place, you, go you know? Out. Yeah. And yeah, cause you can't. You could take public transportation. It'll take forever. Yeah. Don't do that. So you know, I'm not doing that. But um if you go there, apparently, uh, they said, they even said, talk to the staff, they're more than willing to talk about Resurrection Mary and the experiences there. And they put out um every Sunday for her a bloody Mary at <laughs> one awesome. spot in the bar. In you know, in honor, maybe in hopes that she might show up. Who knows? But um, they're they're willing to talk about it for sure. Um, the people that work there, so I'm told. Um, but Thanks. but one time, yeah, but one time, uh, this was in um, in 1973. Uh, this is kind of how it all started with Chet's Melody Lounge is because a cab driver came in there and he was complaining. He said that Mary left without paying her fare, <laughs> so he wanted to know who was this broad that had the audacity to take a ride in his Chicago cab and then exit before paying the fare. So that leads me to believe that if a cabbie said that, you know, he I mean, would that's be pretty. His job. Yes. Yeah,
0: you know, I mean, that's not like a yeah. We were just hanging out. I was like, no, she got in the car. She told me where she wanted to go. <laughs> She then she fucking disappeared. Sorry. Then she disappeared. <laughs> she didn't pay up. Yeah. Where is
1: my money? That's crazy. I need a drink. Yeah. So apparently he had several stiff drinks, according to what I read, and then just proceeded to to bitch about you know the fact that she didn't pay him. That's and then funny. the bartender looked at him and said, "You've just had an encounter with Resurrection Mary, you know." Mm-hmm. And of course he was completely. Flabbergasted, probably didn't believe him, you know, whatever. So, um, but I said to myself, well, I must go to Chet's Melody yeah. Lounge. So yeah. I'm thinking that I, I will try to go there if I can, because I would really like to know more about this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested mm-hmm. in Mary. Like I said, she's Chicago's most famous ghost. People have seen her the most, um, even though she is on the South Side. So I don't know for all you North siders, West siders, it's a bit of a hike, but, um, I did it. You know, <laughs> if you're a ghost enthusiast, you'll do it too. Right, um, if you want it bad enough. if you do, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Is there anything specifically that you're interested else in knowing about her? I mean, she's, uh, she's been portrayed in movies, um, anything that has resurrection Mary in the title she's always been portrayed as a nefarious spirit I personally do not believe her to be a nefarious spirit I believe her to be a lost spirit you know yeah. one of those in purgatory so to speak you know yeah. uh, whether or not you I don't actually mean purgatory you know what I mean kind of just conflict limbo yeah, yeah limbo, conflicted yeah. limbo you know perhaps she's neither here nor there you know mm-hmm. and she can't get anywhere but I don't know um and i haven't heard of any recent sightings really but i mean it
2: sounds like it's like what they call like a time loop Mm -hmm. like when people are spirits are reenacting moments in time yes over and over again but it also sounds like she's also aware and Mm -hmm. conscious of the people she's interacting with, which is very interesting because usually it's one or the other.
1: Right, because in... You know? ni- yeah, I agree with you. In 1939, the first guy, Jerry Paulus, he claimed he kissed her. I mean, well, is she... Is she I know. Guys say a lot of things. Well, of course. But is she material or <laughs> is she immaterial? That's yeah, what that's I'm... That's true, that's true. That's what I'm uh, questioning. Yeah. You know, is she solid? Is she not solid? Mm-hmm. Because what about almost hitting her with the car... And then not, is she solid? I don't know. How does she get in your car? I don't Mm. know. But I mean, do I believe in it? Absolutely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She came on to me. (laughs) (laughs) No. And then, you know, (laughs) she just split. (laughs) But yeah, it's, you
0: know. It's really just a woman that's been trying to ditch out on some dude that's thirsty. (laughs) I gotta go home. tell him I'm a ghost. (laughs) To the summit. <laughs> I couldn't afford the cab. Just yeah. On the
1: but no, I mean, the longer version of that, that initial story, that Jerry Palace story that I didn't mention was that, um, he was so upset over, allegedly, you know, over the meeting mm-hmm. and that she, she vanished on him and he, he was completely bewildered. He didn't understand what went on. Mm-hmm. I guess according to him she had given him another... Add- she had given him her home address or something like mm-hmm. that, as well as, you know, telling telling him to drop her off at Resurrection Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gave her another... She gave him another address, excuse me, off of Damon Avenue. Um, and he went to go visit that address and he met her mother who, uh, you know, he told her the encounter. He said, you know, I... I think uh, I was with maybe your daughter, or I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and she said, "Well, Mary has been dead, you know, for years now." And then it said that the door was, you know, ajar a little bit, so he could see just enough into the house, and he noticed a picture of Mary on the mantel, looking exactly like the woman that he gave the ride home to. Yes. Oh, so, thank God. indeed, she was. A ghost and not mm-hmm. a living person that he had spent the night with that night and fallen mm-hmm. in love with apparently or so he thought so uh that's how the first tale goes from 1939 mm-hmm. so that to me is the most compelling and the most chilling um just because you know he did take that extra care to follow up with the details mm-hmm. of it just because he himself was so personally bewildered he didn't mm-hmm. think that he had any kind of spirit encounter. Certainly not.
0: And it also so. doesn't seem like a personality that's uh, gaining any type of, you know, financially. No. Or, you know, mm-hmm. to go to, to, to investigate this story. So yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, he literally was just, and, and it said too um, in one account that I read uh, about Jerry Palace that, um, <laughs> poor Jerry, that he was um, a, ashamed or embarrassed that he lived with his parents. Uh, I don't know how old he was at the time. I mean, who knows? He could have been in 1939. I mean, it's still, you know, a stigma to this day, kind of, in the United States. But He
0: was probably 17 think... or something. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> because most people yeah. are like gone by then. Like, uh, oh, I can't believe I still because live Because
1: we're family. in
2: the pandemic, I think it was something like close to 50% of millennials live with their parents now. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. No,
1: it's, it's flipped so. now. Yeah. But yeah. that, but you know, yeah, I,
2: I remember yeah. judging my boyfriend for being 24 years old and living with his parents, right, but right. he also was immature AF, so. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. No, yeah. but that was, that was. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was apparently Jerry's thing that he, um, he felt very embarrassed about this. So he said that, that therefore that made him nervous to kind of meet women and, mm-hmm. and reveal that part of himself but you know he was out looking for a woman you know so Mm -hmm. that's basically what happened so so then when he met Mary you know apparently he just Cupid's arrow you know Mm -hmm. and uh but she's a ghost man so I don't know that didn't work out for you unfortunately but
0: (laughs) do those pottery classes and then that's it (laughs) (laughs)
1: yes unfortunately that inspiration wouldn't come till years later
3: through the, the magic 80s. of
1: cinema but you know <laughs> it's nice to think about
0: <laughs> oh, i
1: don't know what the inspiration would have been at the time
0: yeah, that's yeah what that's, did they that's even true, yeah. have
1: then i mean well i knew they had stuff but i, I mean
0: but there's a whole uh, thing of uh there's a section of paranormal believers that you yeah know, have sex with ghosts right you know as like a that's this like, is not that podcast. That's a, that's where, that's, that's, those are our mini-sodes. Yeah. It's just heavy breathing. You just have to assume there's a ghost there.
2: She literally has cornered the bug, and she's not going to fucking get this bug. I
0: know. She's just going to hang out she's with gonna it. She's going to let where, this
2: bug crawl over Oh, PJ. Oh, oh, what's wrong
0: with
1: this fly? I know. That's weird. Like, why isn't he flying at all?
0: Yeah, he must know we're doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: trying to be quiet. and I'm also trying not to
2: get eaten by this cat.
1: Um, let's not see. I'm trying you to think it? if there's anything else significant. I mean, it's basically just, I don't know, if you're in Chicago and you're driving along Archer Avenue, like, at midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you may run into her. I'm That's just crazy. saying. If you see a woman in a white dress on the side of the road, just take note. I've always been looking <laughs> for her. Never seen her yet, but... Yeah.
0: Jerry's like, yeah, pick her up, man.
1: Pick her up. Don't get offended. Jerry said that, yeah. Don't get offended if she goes you. When she goes to you. you.
0: Ghosts you. <laughs> oh. nice. I'm glad we waited for that to end. end that, that was story. just that's, so perfect. That's the perfect ending. Right that was perfect. Uh, cool. So I'm going to talk to you guys about my hometown. Uh, I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, they're really fucking Kirk. They're really right, fucking Kirk after <laughs> I all I love that cursing. New Mexico <laughs> and
1: Albuquerque. <laughs>
0: I've
1: only been a visitor, though. Um,
0: yeah. No, Albuquerque, it's cool. You know, I grew up there. It was uh, not much to do as a kid, you know, but there's tons, <laughs> he tons of He had a six
2: bedroom house and a pool, so it wasn't all bad. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's cool.
0: Just want to do this one? Oh. <laughs> sure. Oh, I can't read your handwriting.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Patrick
0: um so yeah i grew up in new mexico there was uh lots and lots and lots of history in new mexico and a lot of death um there's lots of wars that have happened you know just to claim and unclaim new mexico over time um but there's uh i'm going to talk to you specifically about elephant butte which is a i'm gonna take these off because my sounds cool um it's a lake in in New Mexico. And I used to go there all the time when I was a kid. It was... That was when I first went cliff jumping, actually. Oh, it, it wow. Went, did an 80-foot cliff jump from this point. <gasps>
3: 80 foot? Yeah, I was like... How four, did you I was like four I was like
0: 14 at the time. I think that's like the key to doing dangerous things, is, is to be really so 80, young. Is it really 80 feet? Yeah, yeah. There's a 60-foot sh- one and then an 80-foot one. It's labeled. Um, But yeah, it was basically... It's a huge fucking lake. Yeah. It's called Elephant Butte because... There's a big rock that was on top of, it was on top of the area where you would cliff jump, you know, and it looked like an elephant. Yeah. Um, oh. So that's, I think that was why they called it. But the reason it looked like an elephant was not because it was weathered and stuff. It was actually what's known as a volcanic plug. Like it was at the top of a volcano. And then this really? is where magma would just kind of spew out Like the an top.
1: actual volcano? Yeah, yeah.
0: There's a lot of uh, volcanoes in New Mexico. Really? There. Most of them are dormant.
1: I didn't
3: know that.
0: Um but some of them have the volcanic plug which really just means magma will sometimes bubble out of the top but it just makes these weird rock formations you know. Oh wow. So one of them is the Elephant for Elephant Butte. That's cool. Um, it was actually created the lake itself is man-made because it was Elephant Butte was basically created as a dam. And this was uh, June 27th 1906. Um, the discussion to build the dam took place at least 16 years earlier and this was uh basically a way of controlling annual floods in the area so it wouldn't drown out these towns and they wanted to also preserve the national boundary with the Gulf of Mexico the water was coming in from the Rio Grande River it held uh, 25,000 sorry uh, 5.2 million uh, acres of acres per foot of water um, or sorry, acre foot of water is actually what it's called. It's basically a foot and then an acre wide. It's like a volume definition. Um, but yeah, this is uh, <laughs> Sorry, I looked
2: confused for a second. Continue. Okay.
0: Acre
1: I'm wrapping eight. my head around.
0: Um, so yeah, it was, it was just made to divert water to a rich farmland. You okay. know, farm owners that needed it, but obviously they were a little bit more wealthy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to create water for the Sierra Valley, El Paso juarez area um and they also produced hydroelectricity uh like i said it was for flood control and stuff but like most buildings uh especially back then of course there was a lot of deaths this was the biggest dam in the world at the time um looking at the size of it it kind of reminded me of the hoover dam it was it's it's gigantic yeah it's huge oh my god Um, they actually, it was so big, they had to build a community of houses and streets and a post office and all this stuff. Then they started building the dam because they needed to build a place for these workers to live first. Oh,
2: that's like the same thing that happened with the dam, the Mulholland Dam. Right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. the dam called and then um, it broke and everybody got wiped out the L something. And, oh, This it. is the second time we're mentioning it on <laughs> this podcast and, and, but and still not having, knowing the name yeah, exactly. still haven't done the story uh, um, Saint Vincent. oh yeah
0: Saint something yeah, yeah. shit uh, yeah we still know <laughs> it. Um. so it was so I mean this was 1906 uh, so they didn't have cranes out there they literally built giant towers on each side of the water and then they put cables connecting them and that's how they would They would like bring in like a, you know, like a big fucking train full of shit. They would wire it into the center and then lower it down all the Mm -hmm. way to the bottom. Um, But like, you know, of course, a lot of people died in construction and stuff like that. They don't have any record of it, like for one reason or another. Um, Also, underneath it was uh, basically right below Elephant Butte is a town called Alamosita. And this is now called the Drowned City. Because it was abandoned because the dam that was built diverted water away from Alamosita to all this rich fl- farmland. Mm. So all these people were like, well, fuck, now we don't have water, you know? Well, crap, we don't have water. So they decided to leave the town. So the town was completely evacuated. And then a month later, the water, uh, the actually water level got so high that it drowned the whole town. And th- that's why it's you know it's known as the drowned city, and people actually dive teams and stuff will go down and like you know check out the drowned city as like this. Well, like I mean, the luck- wow. moved
2: out of the city, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
0: uh, but it was it was kind of it's kind of like a metaphor to the whole thing that Elephant Butte was made to provide you know water for farmers and mm-hmm. stuff, and all these farm. Basically, if you were unincorporated, if you were a farmer that wasn't incorporated at the um... time you got screwed over unfortunately oh
1: wow
0: yeah it, it was it was not not cool yeah it
1: doesn't sound like it
0: um so there were also uh like i said yeah tons and tons of uh deaths there's when the lake was finally created there was a lot of fatal boat and watercraft crashes um most of the bodies um not most, I'm sorry, at least 50% uh, was by Officer Greg Smith, um, they they remain uncovered. Mm. So there are bodies pretty much at the bottom of the lake still.
1: Oh and, my And this is since God. its
0: inception, you know, since like 1916 when it was since finally Since
1: 1916? That's
0: potentially, yeah, oh, wow. exactly, yeah. But these are, the boat crashes and stuff, these are the ones that have been recorded, you know, so this wow. is, you know, 60s and later. Yeah. Uh, one case officer, Greg Smith, stated that low water levels revealed a sunken boat that contained skeletal remains of a man reported missing 17 years earlier. So that's how frequent that, like, somebody goes missing and they're probably at the bottom of the um, yes. Officer Justin Coburn, who is actually a member of the New Mexico State Police Search and Rescue Team, he said that there are people that have drowned in that lake that have never been recovered. Oh. Um, and he he said that it was mostly, you know, cartels, um, things like that. Really? Uh, accidental drownings, you know, fatalities with boat crashes. And he also mentioned the catfish. <gasps> What? Some some of the catfish, yeah, <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. <laughs> Some of the catfish that have been there, you know, these families of catfish that have been there since the dam was built, you know, um, there some of them were described as the size of school buses, and they were what? so they were so big that they would actually scare divers from re-entering the lake. Uh, Officer Coburn, who rem- reminding you guys, he's the state police search and rescue. He's part of the dive team, you know, so he's been in this lake multiple times. He said the, big, the biggest um, one that he saw was close to the dam, and it was the size of a Volkswagen bug.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, God. my a God.
0: A really catfish. L- I right got there. it right now. Uh, if you just let me go. <laughs> no, I want
2: to see what it looks like.
0: Oh, okay. Um, the biggest recorded at that lake that was ever caught was only 48 pounds. So, you know, yeah. take it for it. But also, this was that's, caught.
1: That's, yeah. It's hard to catch a
0: catfish that's the size of a car. You know, like, how do you pull that in? You I, know, like, I
1: believe that it okay. exists. Right? <laughs> in,
2: that's what a large catfish right, looks yeah. like. That's probably a the, 48 pound catfish there.
0: No way. That, that guy? 48? That's the like, pj No, PJ's like 20.
2: Oh. PJ's 11 pounds.
0: All <laughs> right. Sorry, PJ. PJ, you you're exaggerate. 11 pounds. You don't need to exaggerate. Well, that's exaggerating. <laughs> that's what, that is that I mean, is like maybe. a 300 pound I would
2: say. No, I'd say, I mean, that it guy's probably.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. um The biggest one ever recorded was 646 pounds. Oh.
2: Oh. No, nope, you're right. It's 280 pounds. This catfish,
0: and that was in Thailand. Oh, my um, wow! 646, 646 that was, And that was the one that was caught. <gasps> so that that means that you know there are I mean, probably mean, that's humongous.
1: That, that is. The size of a Volkswagen. Oh uh, yeah, I'm like that mouse. I don't know. I used to own one. It was a new Beetle, but still, mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys saw it. You've been in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's that's I was like, insane. she owned
1: a catfish. And, I owned a
0: catfish. People have been known to be uh, not eaten necessarily by a catfish, <gasps> but drowned <gasps> because the catfish sucks them up, you know, and just kind of eats them, you know. Like, like most of the time, like they're the, down
1: low. Jonah and the whale. Kind
0: of, yeah. Or like, they'll take your arm and they won't let go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know how much, how long they hung out inside of the world. Oh my <laughs> God. Wrote, wrote a scripture. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to the drownings. Um, this actually comes to our ghost story. Um, so this is... This is something I actually heard when I was younger going to visit the lake. It was something, never something I had experienced, but something I had heard talked about, you know. None of my friends had, like, a personal story, but everybody heard of a a story of, you know, one of these. Uh, But it was about the Robinson sisters. Uh Um, And these are supposedly because I could not find any actual reference to these girls, um, it's kind of hard I mean like with Mary you know it's, yeah, like, it's hard exactly. to go back I mean, that but that's far like a lot of
1: those stories yeah
2: it's yeah. like a legend or it's scary mm-hmm. Mary
1: or you a do, way of explaining you know, you do your best the, the unexplained yeah, yeah. exactly um,
0: but basically people think that these were either two girls drowned in the lake uh, playing late at night or around dusk or they some people claim that these were two girls that were drowned uh, on purpose by their parents because they couldn't afford to raise them
3: yeah.
0: That's very rare, but I did see that, so I wanted to mention that. No, and
2: that did happen, with, like people like abandoning their babies yeah. in the woods, yeah. you know, or La Llorona, or you know, right? like that's yeah. not which is
0: another New Mexican origin. yeah Yeah.
1: oh I didn't know that
0: Um, the ones that I had actually found while I was just researching there was over 20 I put 20 plus online accounts um, and they all were similar Wow. They all, like we were talking before, like yeah. they're all, they weren't the exact same story, but right. they were all so similar that it's hard how to... How can
1: you discount How could you discredit
0: it? that? Yeah, all these people didn't know each were other. Were they all you
1: lying? Know. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like what, and, and for what purpose? And for what purpose, they, exactly. I don't know Larry
0: 42468, you know. Exactly. Like I don't know this guy. That's always gonna, it. What but is thank the you, Larry 42468. For <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, they're all similar accounts. Yeah. They're all kind of the same. Um, one, the... Most of them were started with, uh, the parents were reporting these usually, yeah. but they said they put the kids to bed, you know, bed, like if they were in the, usually they're, if they're at the lake, they're camped in a trailer or tents. Mm-hmm. So they would, you know, put the kids to bed in the trailer or the tent or whatever. And then they would go and, you know, do their adult drinking and, you know, smoke a, a marijuana cigarette or Woo! whatever. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, you know, put their kids to bed and then they start, they would hear girls singing or playing. Um, and the singing was reported as "la la la la,", la, <gasps> oh, la, no, la. <laughs> which, which of course is creepy in, as hell, right? Away. Yeah, exactly. I'm
1: not, don't want a part um, of that. <laughs> so they'll approach
0: the noise, or the, a lot of the stories were like, you know, the wife said, "Hey, can you go check what the noise, or check why the kids are still out there?" You know, and mm-hmm. he would be like, "No, they're still asleep," and but they would go and look for these kids. Can't find them but still hear them laughing and singing. Oh
1: God help me. <laughs> um,
0: sometimes uh, kids have reported that they ask the sisters have asked them to play with them in the water.
1: Oh my god. Which is
0: creepy as hell, yeah. Well, no, yeah. Like, like any <laughs> any like come play with me in a dangerous area, like yeah. Like they're guaranteed not gonna I, I go know. snorkeling or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Um Some people have actually seen the girls physically for a moment. It's usually like they'll see, like a couple of them mentioned that they saw her reflection in the water. And then when they looked up to see, you know, her, she wasn't there. And that was said at least three times. Um, And one thing that every story had was the next morning, because usually this happened at night or dusk. uh, The next morning they would go, you know, you know, out to the beach again or whatever, or the lake. And they would see tons of little girls' footprints everywhere, like as if they had just been walking around the campsite. One of them, they were talking about the there was actually two girls that were there, like with their parents. So the parents immediately were kind of like, oh, well, I, it could have been you guys, you know. So they actually went and compared their footprints to the footprints that were in the sand. And there was like, no, that was definitely not us. And yeah. Ellison Butte's kind of like a secluded, not not necessarily secluded. It's like, you know, Lake Havasu It's like it's sometimes yeah. it like gets packed in the right, summer, you know right. But like when you're there at night, you can hear when someone pulls up, you know, you can hear yeah. people walking around I mean, yeah. they heard kids playing so obviously it was yeah. you know, it wasn't too quiet mm-hmm. um, A lot of people or no, I'm sorry. Some said they they reported them as wearing 1930s clothing um, but like I said to end this I definitely couldn't find any historical reference but it was something that was mentioned a lot. Well, uh, but,
2: yeah, people don't really report drowning their kids. <laughs> that's hilarious. You know. That's hilarious. Yeah. I know I yeah. didn't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but in the 1930s, like, yeah. you know, like, kids went missing. Kids, like, it was, like, especially in the Great Depression the Great era, Depression, that's true. That's, yeah. it, what, I mean, I'm not going to say it was common, but it wasn't uncommon for parents to sell their children to give their children away like God, that famous paint or that famous portrait of the parent the mom sitting on her porch with her kids with a sign that says like it's kids for sale and she sale. has, and like she ha- she has her face like her hand over she has that's, her hand over so her sad. face yeah, you know because she sees a photographer and she's like oh, you know it's so it's embarrassing but
0: to Know oh, that, yeah, you can't afford yeah. it, yeah, that's crazy. That's
3: so
2: but sad. I mean, like, I she imagine. didn't drown her kids, you know, thank god, but, but she know. could like potentially be selling them to anybody, oh, you know, yeah. to workforce, to pedophile, like, who knows? But oh, that's sad.
0: yeah, but that's crazy,
2: yeah, anyway. So, sorry,
0: uh, no, no, you're good. <laughs> um, but uh, before I forget, um, the the but the drownings um there was uh the first drownings that were ever recorded were for Bo- boy scouts that capsized and that was in 1936 oh no oh, Wow! Um, not
1: the boy scouts of and america right yeah
0: oh no it's the boy scouts of ethiopia well yeah <laughs> exactly.
1: that's oh like nice that's one. so oh, yeah, sad she's yeah. looking away inquire within oh, oh my yeah. god that breaks my freaking that, that heart that means that the man. sale is
0: negotiable
1: that's too much for my heart right now oh my god anyways
0: um so yeah, yeah there and then there was also four children one woman and one man that were capsized from a 6 foot freak wave which is weird on a man made lake. Yeah, be, but, why was there you know a 6 I mean? foot yeah. M- yeah.
3: Yeah. wave? Yeah,
0: and this was uh, that was in the 70s so like it could have been like could have been like a boat you know that was really going hard or something and really built up but it's but, definitely rare. But
1: would like, it really have rare. really have done that? 6 feet? Yeah. yeah, that seems
0: really high to me too. That seems yeah.
1: very unusual. Yeah, um, I would take that into question. The
0: Albuquerque Journal, um, I, which I got a lot of my information from, the AlbuquerqueJournal.com, yeah. Murderpedia.org, and Wikipedia, and also FBI.gov. You actually gov. went to the murder I did, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the journal, the Albuquerque Journal's web, or the article <laughs> that I was reading was called "Town Soon to Be Wiped Off the Earth," and this was a repeat of an article that was printed about the Elephant Butte Dam. Really? There was over 2,000 people that were displaced uh, because of the building of the dam. 200 to 300-year-old villages were completely obliterated.
1: There's yeah. your answer right there.
0: Yeah. yeah I think. Yeah, that, that could be, yeah. That could, Maybe. That could definitely I don't know. Be where the For Robinson one angle. For one thing. angle,
1: yeah.
0: Wow. Um, that's true. Yeah, so. You the, don't
1: displace those people. They get mad. Whether that's they're hilarious. Alive, <laughs> whether <laughs> they're alive whether or they dead. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying.
0: Um, so but that's, yeah. that's, uh, one of the, you know, many reasons people go, uh, missing in oh, the wow. lake. Uh, another might've been from a serial killer known as the toy box killer.
2: Oh, I just, I just listened to that on the, um, um toy Bailey Sarian. Oh, nice. Yay. Nice. Yeah. Um. Not to stuff. be mistaken with the toolbox killer. That's hilarious. Who are two other different guys. I'm
0: sure. Yeah.
2: Uh, which took place in California. We have to talk about that. It was in LA.
1: What's
2: Um, the toy box killer? No. Um, So the toy box killer. I want to hear about that later. Definitely. This is the toy box killer. Mine was, what
1: I'm saying
0: is the toolbox. Okay. Mm. Anyway. Um, So yeah, the toy box killer or David Parker Ray, uh, (laughs) born November 6th, 1939. I'm not going to talk about his upbringing because I always feel like that glorifies them. Uh, You know, and it gives them excuse sometimes. Yeah, I understand. I I understand. There's an excuse like alcoholic fathers and stuff like that. Hopefully,
1: they're always a human first of all. Well, that's that's that's
0: what I'm trying to kind of avoid. You never know. We'll definitely talk about it a little bit later. I just want to get to the juicy stuff. For sure. For sure. As a teenager, he had developed fantasies of um, uh, pain and torture, uh, and this was he actually. It was Discovered by his sister, he had, she found a bunch of sadomasochistic drawings uh, and porn and bondage photos that he had hoarded underneath. Uh, wow, you know, I'm hey. sure in the mattress, I didn't find that, but I'm sure it's, that's where you I mean. stashed everything.
1: It's <laughs> where I stashed all my stuff, right? Yeah. Guess what? It was fashion uh, magazine. That's
0: a horrible person, I
2: know, right? Yeah. I had gothic beauty magazine, but my parents knew about that. That's so. hilarious. <laughs>
0: I had, like, Playboys, but not from my era. Spore. Full <laughs> Score. Right, yeah. Full mush. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. There was, there. I mean, that's how they were able to cover everything. I approve of that I'm um, for it, anyways. He was, he was honorably discharged from the Army. Um, he actually did have two children. He was divorced four times. Um, so in 1999, this is... This is we're gonna to get to kind of the end, and then I'll go in. in this is basically how he got caught. Um, so he poses as an undercover cop, and he arrests a woman named Cindy V Hill for solicitation of prostitution, which mm-hmm. she was she was prostituting, I guess we'll say that night. So this
2: is why, like, when you are by yourself and you get pulled over by a cop, like, it is perfectly okay to call nine one one and say, "Hey, <laughs> I'm getting pulled over by a cop right now." She wasn't now.
0: driving though. That she's solicitating prostitution, so she's standing But he
2: her. was pretending to be a cop. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean I get that. I feel But this it. is yeah. what I'm saying, like Seriously. you don't have to like you if you are a woman and you're by yourself and you're getting pulled over by a cop, it's perfectly okay to call <laughs> the police and be like, Hey, I'm getting pulled over right now. Do you have cars dispatched in this area? Because there has been guys that pose as fucking cops that fucking no for sure put, no, i see what even you're saying fucking yeah. put lights on their fucking car
1: Yeah, that's disgusting
2: yeah so that you see it in your rearview mirror and everything that's... anyways not sure if that's what yeah. this guy did but that's a thing
0: no i mean because like i said she wasn't driving so um but i mean he did say he was a cop so i guess you know kind of mm-hmm. similar
3: yeah
0: um so he handcuffs her because she thinks oh, fuck i'm mean, you know i'm busted or whatever yeah. Handcuffs her, puts him in the back of the car, and then he takes her to the Toy Box. The Toy Box is a $100,000 trailer equipped with sex toys, surgical instruments, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, spread bars, syringes, diagrams of the human body, and a gynecology table to be restrained in. There's also a mirror on the ceiling so you could watch yourself get tortured. They also had a device used for electrical torture, which is something he invented. He would also record the audio and video of the torturing and then uh. he would keep little keepsakes of these girls.
3: Oh. On the
0: fbi.gov website, they have pictures of everything he took. 401 items I counted. Earrings, rings, necklaces, etc, hand all mementos, yeah. everything. Yeah, and they were all Trophies. they were all like mostly just pairs of earrings. You know, and then a necklace. You know, so it was that's... really hard to look at that, to be honest. Of course, because like, that's an attachment. Yeah. Most
2: girls aren't wearing multiple pairs of earrings, so each pair yes.
0: of earrings Th- that was a person, yeah, yeah, a person. Of yeah. that's yeah. terrible. Um, some victims um oh. were. It's actually no. Let's 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 get into more. This is we're still hanging out with Cindy V Hill. She's just been taken to the toy box. Um, so she's there for three days being raped and tortured. Um, and she's, she's actually being told what's going to happen to her. And this is on an audio recording. He's there, but he's playing this audio recording. And I found out the reason he was doing that. This is something he had talked about later on after, you know, he's convicted. He played this audio recording because they, he was, he was, over saying it in person he had said it too many times in person and he thought it was kind of like i got things to do type of thing you know what i mean yeah. like that's so I mean, fucked
3: up we've all been there.
0: <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> i got things to do uh, all right I'm, i can't like, tell you how i'm a you hold up let me just play the tape <laughs> um yeah it's super fucked up, <laughs> so, my god. So fucked up. Oh. oh my god um so so cindy v hill is um in the trailer And she's in the trailer with uh, a few of the accomplices. And let me tell you about the accomplices that he had Uh, Cynthia Cindy um, uh, Lee Hendy. She was uh, Ray's girlfriend. She had moved to New Mexico to avoid prosecution for theft and possession of drugs. Um, Glenda Jean Jessie Ray, um, or Glenda Jean Ray, also known as Jessie was Ray's daughter. Uh, She actually helped kidnap Marie. Uh, Where did I? I Marie Parker, who was another victim. Uh, Dennis Roy Yancey um, was a good friend of Ray's and he helped strangle Marie Parker, who uh, Glenda had helped kidnap. Uh, The victims go range from 1950
2: to 1999.
0: Damn. And there is... Confirmed, uh, not confirmed, but it's estimated to be between 60 to 100 murders.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: so, Cindy's hanging out in the trailer, and you know, and then, uh, I'm sorry, not uh, uh, V um So, she notices that Cindy Hetty has left the keys on the table. And she's outside on the phone talking to somebody. So, while Cindy's oh, on the phone, she shit. tries to escape. And she's able to get one hand loose. Cindy notices, and she, you know, a fight ensues. She's like, yeah. shit, you know, I gotta make yeah. sure she doesn't get out. So Cindy grabs a lamp off the table, bashes her over the head with it.
1: Oh, God.
0: But V Hill had actually unlocked another one of her chains at this point. She grabs an ice pick and stabs Cindy several times in the neck.
2: Damn! Let's yeah, go. What's up? You just gotta do Damn. it. You know? V Hill is
0: on it, man um so yeah stabs her with an ice pick um so v hill then escapes the trailer wearing only an iron slave collar and padlocked chains she's still chained together she's just not chained to the trailer anymore um she runs to a nearby homeowner um bangs on the door he takes her in and they call police and they come over and arrest ray and cindy um, when they find when this comes out another victim Angelica Montaño comes out um, so yeah Angel- Angelica Montaño was taken uh, a month earlier it was like a month and a few days earlier she was mm-hmm. taken and then released like i said sometimes they'd release these victims they would just drug the fuck out of them hoping they would you know forget about it Angelica Montaño was dropped off on the side of the road somewhere and they you know drugged her but she remembered it she told Um, uh, sorry. Oh, I do have it right here. Um, she told the police and her husband about it, and they both didn't believe her.
2: What? Her
0: husband, um, said said that she was (laughs) cheating on him, but they got into a fight, and she went to a bar and then got drugged by Ray Parker Jr. or Ray Parker Jr.
1: Aha! Ghostbusters oh guy? Yeah, I no, got I'm good. so sorry. So sorry, Ray <laughs> Parker.
3: Oh. <laughs> he
2: got a
1: star on the of fame at Hard Rock for Christ's <laughs> Christ sake, Patrick. I was the at name. the party serving, mind you.
0: <laughs> he would be all horrifying. All of Motown's
1: finest except for Stevie Wonder if i never ever shown. Ghostbusters something horrifying. <laughs> anyway. Um,
0: so yeah, the, they didn't believe her mostly because, yeah, the husband had Thought like, oh, because she went to a bar, you know, to kind of like, you know, not be around her husband for the moment, you know, yeah. and then she gets drugged and taken to the, you know, and then two days later she comes back, tells her husband this whole story, and he's like, yeah, you know, like this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and
2: I think also, like, mentality of men sometimes is like, well, that's what you
0: get. Well, especially back then, know? too. So, yeah, that's, uh, so Angelica Montano comes forward, and then they kind of are starting to build a case. Then they also find video footage of a woman named uh, Kelly Garrett. And she is on video. Obviously, it's her being raped and tortured. Garrett was mm-hmm. also one oh, that um, they uh, had to find. And the way they were able to find her was there was a tattoo on her ankle, and they put out like a missing persons thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And they find out, you know, they found her. Um, this was another one that the husband didn't believe. Uh, she was ab- drugged, abducted, tortured, and then he slit her throat. He's, the the quote said that he saw that she was still breathing, so she sl- he slit her throat and then dumped her by the side of the road.
2: And the husband didn't believe her?
0: Right, like, yeah, right? Like, oh, just, she slit her own throat? Yeah, yeah.
2: slit your oh throat. God. So she
0: doesn't die, but she makes it out, you know, and then they don't believe her or whatever, but so they you know finally are able to build a case i mean he's on video you know so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hard not to you know so they are charged and um he actually serves or he's sentenced to 245 years in prison in case you know yeah. he's a vampire i guess yeah you know, to hang why do they him? do
2: that but I, I mean i guess it's like justice
0: well, they you know? want, they're they basically, like, making sure that all the charges are added. Yeah, they're know? all
2: years Because the, but no the one funny is...
0: thing is, like, not funny, but the strange thing is that they only have these three people, you know, of, the, yeah. of actually being missing, you mm-hmm. know, or, you know, being tortured by these people because they disposed of these bodies so quickly. They yeah. Anybody that wasn't let go was dismembered, buried, or more often dumped in Elephant Butte. yeah. And I, every time I think about that, like, I always think, like, man, I did go cliff diving into that. Like, I went down really far. Like, I was probably, like, inches away yeah. from body parts. We don't that...
2: really swim in bodies of water very much I, I anymore.
0: don't anymore after <laughs> finding shit out like this. It's and so easy should, to dispose of a body. And you shouldn't either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to die. Um, so he serves, or he doesn't serve. He's sentenced to 245 years. After only three years, this was only six months into his sentencing because it took so long to actually build the case sentencing. Oh, no, of course, what? the press and stuff. What? He dies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to be well, like... Well, they released him. No, yeah. <laughs> they released <one. laughs> They released him. Yeah, exactly. They said the, the husband came forward and said that she was just acting crazy. Um, no, yeah. So um, he dies a few years into it uh cynthia cindy lee hendy uh she serves 36 years uh glenda serves five years probation for helping to kidnap uh, marie parker oh
2: okay good um
0: <laughs> yeah, five <laughs> years they really told there's her pe- there's people serving like 25 <laughs> years for, yeah, for having a joint, joint. yeah exactly nice um then there, uh, dennis roy yancey who was the one that strangled marie parker served 30 years Uh, He's still serving it.
2: Fucking Yancey.
0: Yancey. Yeah, Yeah, apparently (laughs) there's, like, um, thought that, you know, he was there, and because he's there, they were pressuring him to do it, you know, this whole thing, you know. Or at least that's why I think he only got 30 years. Because I think, like, if you kill anybody, that. it's... Well that does it should be, should be mean, minimum of life. That does happen though. <laughs> like people do
2: peer pressure people into doing I mean, especially if you're locked in shit. a hundred
0: thousand dollar trailer uh, designed to torture people. Like why are you scared?
2: Like uh in the fucking the changeling. The mm-hmm. the he convinced his young nephew or cousin or whatever to lure other children, you know, to his farm. Yeah, and that's the other that's another uh, yeah. thing, knowing
0: that, like, all of these people, yeah, were friends or family that were helping him do this, like, with Like, were
2: they fucked up individuals, or were they being pressured and right, yeah, threatened, yeah. you yeah. know? So, who knows? Yeah,
0: yeah, who knows? Um, the unfortunate thing was that Angelica Montano actually dies before the trial finishes, so she doesn't even get to see justice. Mm. Um, yeah, really unfortunate. And uh, the way that this story actually ties into... Um, Hollywood is that this eventually did get turned into a film uh, twice um, one of them was very 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 loosely based uh, and then the other one was uh, one that I think came in 2018 um, but Bill Mosley actually plays uh what are the David, names of the films? David Ray Parker. Uh, the, they're both called the Toy Box, toy box Killer. killer. Yeah. Oh, or no, I'm sorry. One's the Toy Box, the other one's the Toy Box Killer, the more recent one. Oh. Uh, but yeah, Bill Mosley is the star of that one. I yeah. love Bill Mosley. I know, I want to watch this. Out, yeah. He's a
2: nice guy in person. Really? Yeah. He, he's definitely. I yeah. mean, he's yeah. the killer, though, in the movie. Yeah. Is he yeah. real? Like. He's I, in, I haven't seen it yet i just saw the trailer have you yeah, ever seen texas chains on massacre 2
1: no i never saw the or, first one or, <laughs> or he's in he's in like i'm devil's, gonna just be in here he's in devil's right rejects devil's
2: Reject, or he's also <laughs> in um repo i know repo the, the genetic one. opera no i don't I've okay never... That's You're not speaking a sp-
1: Greek to me. Unfortunately, no. I'm Re- a horror. Would be one I'm newbie a horror new. Repo
2: a musical. It's not. Uh, it's a horror musical, but it's more yeah. funny than anything. And
1: I like, know like the classic horror films, and I know you know some new horror yeah. films, and some from the '80s. Some but...
0: new ones like Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> I mean, 1997.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And we cannot even call that horror because right. anything yes. that was vampire to me. Because I also watched Bram Stoker's Dracula when it came out, not in the theater of course, but oh, on I mean, on VHS yeah. Yeah. Nice, cassette, nice. and yeah, and then I was just like, well, this is awesome, and I was like, uh, the thing that I love the most about you guys are gonna make so much fun of me was the soundtrack. I bought the cassette tape only to hear Annie Lennox love song for a
0: vampire <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious
1: let me be the only one oh my god so fucking emo <laughs> sorry hilarious. for cursing but it's yeah. twilight before twilight that. but but done better.
3: Right. But not done
1: not as sparkly <laughs> and not as stupid. Sorry, Twilight, <laughs> Sorry, fans. Twilight but fans. But that's we all know those vampires are bullshit. Yeah. I mean that's they what kind of pussy That's kinda of what this, <laughs> was the,
0: the Yoko oh no I mean the yeah, vampire all... movie. It's it's funny because terrifying. yeah I, I really wish I would have thought but yeah that whole area like I told you like when we went ghost hunting and stuff all the time yeah. it was always like by Elephant Butte or by these now, dormant volcanoes.
1: Okay, now about how far away is that from Albuquerque?
0: Only like a couple hours. Okay. Like two and a half hours maybe. Yeah, because I don't know we why. did
1: we drove right past there because I saw it because we were making jokes you know elephant butt you know whatever like you know <laughs> we we're punchy that was. You know, well, I'm not going to talk. I already told you guys that was kind of a hard trip, but mm. we learned, that was, we were RV newbies and we learned a lot about the RV at that point. Right. That was yeah. like uh, a lot of hard truths, but you know, <laughs> before we had the, uh, before we had the bad part of the trip, was that before or after Elephant Butte? It must've been after, but we stopped at a, um, one of those Texas road houses and, had a you know southwestern style meal and i had a margarita yeah big old margarita with some kind of i was like i need this right now (laughs) 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 but yeah and yeah but yeah i remember that elephant butte Uh, but we remember i remember talking to josh about it and being like oh yeah but that sounds like that could be something interesting. So, it's yeah, cool, just the yeah. fact it's, that you're... It's huge, it is. It is. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Well, now I, I get I get why I got the vibration because, obviously, yeah. it is something interesting. Yeah,
0: so, I had no idea yeah. about the dam, either. Like, when, yeah. I, when I went... Because it's so big, you don't even... When I went, there, you didn't even see the dam. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's huge, yeah. And that was another thing, was reading the articles about the Robinson sisters and the laughing and stuff. Wow. People say that it's people from... Across the lake, that are it's oh. just carrying
3: across the water. <laughs> well, that's like the that, yeah.
2: like uh, when the Frank Stites like hearing him laughing and everything. We we're like, or oh, it's coyotes, and I'm like, oh, I also
1: don't want right. to. I also <laughs> don't want coyotes That's late. <laughs> right.
0: That also freaks me out. So let's saw just avoid that.
1: A coyote in a Target parking lot in Santa Clarita. That's oh awesome. wow! Yeah, it was like it was a baby one though. Like uh, he no. was like lost and everything. But that was when we were... <laughs> that was actually on that trip. The Santa Fe trip, but on the tail end when we were stuck in the Target
0: parking mm-hmm. <laughs> Well we anyway. said was a coyote to comfort. Yeah,
1: there was a coyote to comfort <laughs> us and creep us out. But well, that's anyways. also
0: in uh, Native American culture. Coyotes are guides.
1: Well... Okay,
0: um, I'll might, accept might, it. Might be a good thing, yeah.
1: I do yeah. accept it. No, I accept any and all animal totems. My spirit always. animal
2: is Angeline, so when I see her in the wild, I know something good is about to happen <laughs> That's to me. That's hilarious.
3: She
1: I'll never forget, by. just sidebar, I'll never forget how excited you were, Tia, oh. one time when we were on the tour, and you were talking about Angeline, the bill, mm-hmm. as we were by the the Oh, 7-11. is that the time that I screamed? Yeah, I think oh, okay. so. Yeah, I you know. were just like, oh, and then, she, then you were like, I'm sorry, everybody. I just love this person. Yeah. <laughs> her,
2: her, her billboard went up. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I fucking screamed. And they thought, like, I saw, they were hoping, <laughs> hoping I saw a ghost. Okay. That was
1: when we were going the reverse way. When we were going, yeah. when we were coming from the Pantages. Well, yeah. yeah, going that and way up past the Oban. Oban and
0: and that, that's and when it happened
1: me. right there. At What is that? Uh, Cahuenga and, and Franklin Franklin yeah, yeah I mean, essentially or Yucca Yucca yeah. Yucca Yucca, Yucca yeah. and Cahuenga a <laughs> and Tio is like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then like I try to explain it to them and I'm like no it's like an important Hollywood thing like, it's like, important and they're like they don't get it no never it's okay they are
1: tourists. All right, before the <laughs> Anyway,
0: sorry, sorry. Um, okay, no worries. Right, no, that end, was awesome. The end of the thank, podcast. Thank you, guys. Uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll definitely have Teresa on again, so... Oh, yeah, thank you. Remember yeah, this that voice. Was really... Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah. This is but the yeah. most
1: fun. She'll, she'll be back with a couple other stories. Absolutely. Definitely. Next time. More from, from the Windy City. Hollywood Haunted, the podcast, is the collective work of the owners and employees of Hollywood's Haunted Tours and is available on iHeartRadio, iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, like, and share. Because sharing is scary. (laughs) For more information on Hollywood's Haunted visit our website at (laughs) hollywoodshaunted.com
2: But also if our audience
0: has any hometown hauntings
2: Hollywood's or really horrors, really let just
0: email us. Re- oh yeah. yeah We'd we we love to read that. We'd love to read that. We're, we're obvious friends about this. The Yeah. <laughs> so, like, email us. Hollywood's, Hollywood's haunted, haunted. email. Hollywood's like, ha- Sweet. Peace hey. out, everybody. Hollywood's have a good night. Hollywood's See you haunted. in, nine, I don't know, six days. haunted. Hollywood's haunted. The podcast. Hollywood's haunted. Hollywood's haunted.